What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode, the first episode, I believe, of 2023 yep. of the I-70 Football Podcast. Um, as always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. How you doing, Dante? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, I hope everyone's still listening. I hope you didn't think that we left you because we haven't been here for two weeks and we just didn't care. Uh, you know, it's the holidays, right? The holidays happen, life happens, things are going on. Um, but if anyone is new to the show, if anyone's like, my 2023 resolution is to learn more about football, to listen to new podcasts, you just learned about Land Grant Holy Land, something like that, uh, I will give a quick rundown of our show. Um, this show is <laughs> serious. Uh, this this is a joke. It is a podcast of two friends talking football, and that comes out all the time. That yeah. makes the show both a good thing, but it also can make it a negative because we get into arguments. Not really arguments. I'll call them debates. I feel like arguments are heated. We get into debate to debates. We go off track. We start one place and end up somewhere totally different. Yeah, it, it is not so many times too the <laughs> most structured podcast in the world. But you are gonna laugh. You are gonna learn something. This is a Big Ten specific podcast. So if this is your first time listening to it, you know, Land Grant Holy Land is a Ohio State fan site, but I wanted to bring the Big Ten to it. Uh, and so because I love Ohio State, I'm one of the biggest Ohio State fans you can find. But like, I don't want to only talk about Ohio State. There ain't that many things to talk about. Um, <laughs> so it's a, a Big Ten specific podcast. And we spend the, the, the fewest amount of time possible talking about Ohio State. Um, I would also say we don't talk about Michigan and Penn State that much. Of the no, three, we don't. Michigan yeah. gets talked about the most because Jim Harbaugh is always doing something weird. But like this is like we like the bottom to middling programs. We like to talk about everything. Um, but nobody wants to just sit here and, and hear us talk about the top three programs. Or maybe you do. And I'm sorry, this is not the podcast for you. But you should stick around. Uh, I'm doing this for no reason because all of you probably listening under already know the show, but. You never know. Somebody's like, they get on that. with it. <laughs> well, they, they always say that every podcast is somebody's first. True. So I'm not doing this every podcast, but for the first podcast of the year, I feel like you can introduce the show a little bit. You That's fair. Like, That's people fair. People not going back all the way to see, you know, who we are and, and what's going on. This was, this would be, I mean, by, by the time of the next season, would it be going into year three? So, yeah, that'd yeah, be. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be year two, but our third season. Okay, because okay. we didn't we didn't do an off season, did we? Like to start, we started yeah. in the off season. We started in the off season, did the season, started in the off season, did the season. This would be our third right, year, but the way, yeah, third uh, year, third season, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this for a while. Uh, anyway, kind so flew by too. Honestly, time's take his hell. Yeah, but we'll 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 get into the show. Yeah. Uh, today, what we have for you, we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna talk about some news that has been happening in the last couple of weeks. Um, we are going to talk about the NFL a little bit. Now that it's the off season, we talk about the NFL playoffs. Uh, we talk about March Madness a little bit, and then we talk about the basketball players a little bit, just because even focusing on the entire Big Ten, there's not always enough to talk about for an off-season podcast. And then we're going to do some superlatives, some way too early like guesses for next season. 
Starting next week, for the next four weeks, we will be doing our uh, tiers. So for those, again, who are new, in the beginning of the season, so in August, we do tiers. We rank teams in four tiers based on, you know, who we think are going to be the scrubs of the league up to who we think are going to win the league most likely. Where We also then repeat that process at the end. We re-tier them based on how the season went, and we talk about if we did good or not. So that's going to start next week. But this week, uh, we didn't want to come in with a full recap. Kind of just wanted to have a fun show, talk about some things, and catch up on what we've missed in the last couple of weeks. So I'm ready. We won't get into it. Um, the biggest news, something that absolutely has to be talked about, Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, is leaving for the NFL. He's going back to the NFL. He is going to be the president of the Chicago Bears. Okay. What was your – did you not know that? No, I did not know that. I didn't even – and that's crazy because I, I have news for stuff like that turned on for ESPN, and I just didn't get that. And usually people send me like send me a tweet or something about that, but I, I did not see that. President of Chicago yeah. Bears, huh? Are they gonna give what's the name some weapons or offers of wine? That's not his job. That's that's the GM's job. Well, is his he gonna job. get a man that's gonna hire something like like? <laughs> it... Well, I mean, their GM is new. It's his first year. No, oh, so I mean, well, okay. Last year was his first year, right? So he did what all first year GMs do: traded everybody, right? Mm. The he he did a decent job, in my opinion. Except for giving the Steelers uh, essentially first round pick for Chase Claypool, yeah, that pick is now number thirty two because the Dolphins lost their first pick, their first round pick. So it's oh, still going to be in the second round, but it is the thirty second pick. So they essentially gave the Steelers a first round pick for Chase Claypool. That was not smart. Hey, if hey, that man. is how he operates, the Bears are screwed, and Kevin Warren will be hiring a new GM. But if that was just like a, a mistake, you know, whatever, the Steelers are a well-known franchise. They've had people at the top for a while. Maybe he just got fleeced and learned from it. That's fine. You can get fleeced in your first year. You just can't continue to get fleeced. So, <laughs> um, But we don't know. One cool thing about the Bears, their president, their GM, and their quarterback, all black. That's probably never happened before. No. Ever. So... Uh, but yeah, so Kevin Warren's going now that, you know, th- this is good content for the show since you're just now finding out what are your, uh, initial thoughts on him leaving Oh, for the bears, the bears. I mean, of course, great job opportunity for him. I mean, you get an NFL job opportunity. Everybody wants NFL money. Um, so there's, there's that wonder how that's going to do for everybody else though. I didn't know he had even potential of leaving. <laughs> what do you mean? Everybody got a potential to leave. I mean, fair, fair. You're that's fair. That is fair. I just didn't see it coming. I guess I wasn't paying attention. That's probably. Oh yeah, weird. you definitely, you definitely were. I mean, let, let's let's talk about it. Uh, so first of all, part of the reason that he is leaving mm-hmm. is because nobody likes him. That's fair now. You could make the argument that some of the reason that people don't like him is because he's black, and I would love to make that argument, and I would make that argument because it's probably true, but that's not where we're going with it today. 
That's a hard one to prove. That's a hard one to prove. Is it not? It's really a hard one to prove. But I don't feel the need to prove it. That's that's not my place. That's not what we're here for. Um, but people don't like him. And these are the quote-unquote tangible reasons people don't like him. They don't like him because he canceled the season in COVID. They ended up still playing it, but they didn't like how he handled that. I think they need to provide him some grace I've, because I, it was his first – it was his, like, first two, three months on the job. Like, he did And, like, and honestly – do we really need a season? No, no, but people are still holding that against him. So that's yeah. one reason. Another reason, change is always difficult. And I read this very long article basically saying how he professionalized the Big Ten. The last dude who was a commissioner, great commissioner, did a lot of good things, Jim Delaney. Mm-hmm. But at the end of his run, he was literally just like running a handshake program. Like there were no, like he had people who were on payroll who never came into the office, lived in different states. And this is before like, oh, we work from home with the pandemic. Like, no, lived in different states. Almost everyone on the payroll was a friend. And like, listen, it's cool because you're like 60, you know, a lot of people, but it's all like former players. And this is his friend. Like, these are the people like they didn't have like there are certain positions they just didn't have. Right. Like they didn't have like, an official lawyer. They just had one of his friends that like worked with them and provided legal advice and things like that. They didn't have like a real media and communications team, which is how things like the canceling of the season don't go well because there's no one that is like, we handle all communication. We set press releases. We do flyers. We do all the communication right. stuff. Right. So basically coming from the NFL, which is a, a very effective business model, he made the Big Ten work. He fired some people. He created new positions. He did, you know, boom, 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 put in these structures. He put like, uh, he built, like, this is something that people were mad at him about. He built a fence around the headquarters because anyone could just walk onto the headquarters. And he's like, this is not, like, this is a safety issue. Like, this yeah, is big uh, yeah. headquarters. Like, like, anyone can just come in. Anyone can just park here. There's nothing. So, like, it's like little things like that. And they're like, that's not your job. So, change is, is it always not, difficult. Is it not his job to make sure? Well, when people... the last guy wasn't doing any of that kind of stuff. Because isn't it your job to make sure the people who work under you are safe? It, it is. But, again, when the last guy didn't care about that, Change is hard. So right. some, and this is not to say he did all of that correctly. He probably didn't, but like he, you know, made some change that people didn't like. Um, he rubbed people the wrong way, which I just don't understand what you thought was going to happen when you hire someone that that spent their entire career in the NFL. You don't expect them to rub people the wrong way because they don't understand all the college politics and stuff. Right. He didn't work in college. It's like, oh my god, he rubbed people the wrong way. Well, yeah, he spent his entire career in the NFL. What did you think he was going to do? Y'all hired him. So, Seemed like he was in a, lo- a losing situation yeah. to jump. Yeah. And uh, another reason they didn't like him was this is 100% his fault. They felt like he was always trying to get back to the NFL, which was true because on record, not from him, but from people that know him, right? his dream job is to be the next commissioner of the NFL. Oh. So he had to put himself in positions to have that resume. Right. Personally, from what I know about him, he was not the best college commissioner. I'm glad that he's leaving. But as far as what he can do in the NFL, I think he'd be a great commissioner. 
I think he has all the resume to it because basically he was the COO of the Vikings. And he, the reason why the Bears hired him, by the way, he was the COO of the Vikings. He is like credited with making the Vikings one of the most diverse programs in the NFL, especially with like women in leadership and things like that. He's credited with taking the Vikings from like a bottom five uh, franchise and financial earnings to a top five franchise. He was in control of their new stadium, which people say is one of the best stadiums in the NFL. And he's in control of like their practice facility and things like that. And shocking what are the Bears trying to do? Build a new stadium because Chicago's not giving them no money for Soldier Field. So they're building a new stadium right outside Chicago. Why not hire the guy who just built one of the nicest stadiums in the NFL less than right. five years ago? Right. So you think about, right, you think about what he did for the Vikings, having a commissioner in the college football. Because here's the thing, for people hiring him, how he navigated the pandemic is going to be a plus. The people in the in the office, fans, things like that may not like it, but people looking at him are going to think that's a plus. You add the Big Ten commissioner job. If he does good with the Bears, if he brings their money around, like I was listening to a Bears podcast because as soon as the Colts fuck up this draft, <laughs> I'm no longer a Colts fan. I'm a Bears fan. So I was listening to a Bears podcast, <laughs> and they were basically talking about how the Bears are not a professional franchise right now because oh. every, like it's been run by a family. So, like, there were just, like, certain structure things that they didn't have. It just wasn't super professional because, again, people were hiring their friends, things like that. Essentially, the Bears is what the Big Ten was. A lot of handshake deals, a lot of hiring of friends, a lot of people who maybe are not in the best position to really know what they're doing. they just right. been there a long time. Right. And they're, like, the he's the first Bears president since inception that wasn't in the organization already. Like it was something like the first president was the owner, the second president was the son, the next president was someone that had been in the organization for like ten years, and he's either the fourth president or he's the fifth, and the fourth president is also someone that had been there for years. Like, and then this most current president had been the president for like twenty four years. Good so like, it was always people inside the organization. So that's a for long his, time. Yeah. For his personal career, this is great. I yeah. see why he no, like person, yeah. All that, yeah. And I think he'll have all of the things to be the commissioner. It just do they want a black man as commissioner of the NFL? Who knows? Oh. As the commissioner of the Big Ten, though, I think he did some really good things, but I do think it was also time for him to leave. Like, but I want to give him credit where credit's due. Right. The Big Ten's not getting this TV deal without him. Oh no! Because not at all. It's an NFL TV deal. Yeah. There's, I don't believe that there's a single person in the country that would have went to that table and had a pissing contest with ESPN and said, "If we don't like your deal, you're just not going to get in." Yep. Nobody else was willing to do that, and he could do that because he had the NFL backing. He also could probably do it because if it didn't work, he could just leave for the NFL. We won't get into that. <laughs> he had that NFL experience, right? Like, ultimately. You don't know if that would have happened or you not, so you have to credit it to him. He brought USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. Yes, also that too. He has to get he's credit part of it. That. Yeah, he's part of it. So his legacy is going to be up and down, right? Because people don't like him personally, right? But I think his professional resume is very. I think I yeah. think we got to be able to do that. Like you got to just because personally you might not be at, might like him, you have to look at it objectively. And, and, and a lot of people won't, but yeah. you should. 
Like, he did a good job as a commissioner, whether you liked him or not. For sure. So, we don't have to get into this a whole lot, because if you just found out about this, you definitely haven't been reading on no. options. No. But as we hear about interviews and stuff, I want to, like, keep up on it. The only thing that I'm going to say is, do you know who, like, one of the biggest names for the jobs is? I do not. The commissioner of the ACC. Really? Yes. So, the commissioner of the ACC is Jim Phillips. Okay. He was the AD at Northwestern. Everyone in the Big Ten wanted him to get the job because he probably would have just continued the bullshit that was going on. They passed and, and- over him for Kevin Warren. So then the year after Kevin Warren got hired, he got the job at as the ACC commissioner because he was highly regarded. Right. Well, here's the thing. The Big Ten is a much better job. And he now has two or three years experience as a commissioner. The Big Ten's probably going to pay more. It's more stable. The media contract's already done. They've already added its second. They've already added their two teams. So now they're at 16. He's going to want the job. Now, the only thing that may, and and the only thing that may stop him from getting the job is that the uh, 12 of the 14 institutions that are in the Big Ten have new presidents since like the last three or four years. So all the people that he worked with are no longer in position. Right. Right. Me personally, I think that's a good thing because if he's qualified for the job, he's now working for new people and he's not working with his friends. So now he just has to do the job well and not be a friend. You know what I mean? Yep. Whereas if you hired him the first time when all those people were there, is he going to have the stones to make the necessary changes? Are you going to be able to fire a friend, someone that you've been working with for three, four years? Well, now they're not all friends and the business is already there. The media department's there. The structure's already there. Now he can just do the stuff that's good for college football right. because do he's you, a college football voice. Do your job instead of, being, of trying to be do the norm. Right. And I don't think that Kevin Warren was good for where college football is going because some of the things like the transfer portal and NIL and what they're trying to do with Congress and like all of these little things. Sure, he could have figured it out, but you can't look at that kind of stuff through an NFL lens. I think college football needs to fix the college football problem. And so I think having a guy or a woman, because there's another person that I want to mention briefly, who is from college football is better than what Kevin Warren was. The other candidate that I've heard of, which I think this would be really cool, I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll go from a black commissioner to a woman commissioner, but there's uh, this woman's that, name. And that might be tough. It'd be like the presidency. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I, I, I just hope we don't get Trump. Like, like <laughs> we, can't follow, we can't get the college football version of Trump. Oh, man, uh, that'd be hilarious. The Big Ten is uh, the Big Ten's facing allegations, false news. Oh. That is false news. That'd be <laughs> an entertaining. College, that'd the, be the, an entertaining few years. The college football gods came down and spoke to me and said that I am the best leader that they have ever met. I I have the Big Ten running through my blood. I was born for this. I took a small loan of a million dollars from my father. <laughs> Small out of a million dollars. Uh, all doing a lot of work in that. (laughs) Listen, um, yeah, so I can't think of her name. I'll I'll get out tweeted or something. I I, I wish I could remember it, but she used to be in a uh, she used to work in the Big Ten 
And she's now the commissioner of the Patriot League, which is Division 1A, I believe. Okay. But she's one of the only female commissioners in, like, all of sports. And she has Big Ten ties. She's been probably the WNBA. And they're, they just have a woman commissioner for the first time. Nah. They've had women commissioners before. They've all been terrible. But they've had oh, women okay, commissioners. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. There's another league somewhere. Maybe it's soccer. Who Maybe. has a woman commissioner for the first time? The uh, the women's soccer. Either way, she ha- she's another name that they're talking about, and I think either one of those two would be good because they already have commissioner experience. Right. They already have Big Ten experience, but we'll follow it. We don't have to go down the rabbit hole now because no names have been leaked. Like this just came out a couple of days ago, but as we hear about interviews and stuff, this will be your place to hear uneducated conversations about we, <laughs> we don't know what's going on. Uh, but do you have, like, any, like, final thoughts about Kevin Warren leaving, about, or just, like, you know? Uh, honestly, thank you, Kevin Warren. Uh, honestly, for the for the job you did, I if you have enemies or people don't like you within the Big Ten, that's, that's on them. You did a pretty good job. You Big TV deal and two big name uh schools coming to the conference that's a pretty good pretty good and, uh in two and a half three years too oh yeah, yeah i was going to say how i don't think he was there that long right yeah that's nah, that's not bad at all that's not bad at all not. he was not um all right we're gonna move on uh you uh your favorite uh wide receiver has transferred to penn state penn state huh yeah Dante Cephas. Oh, who gonna be throwing the ball? Because what's the name is old enough to be gone now, right? Yeah, he's like gone. he can't be, come back. Yeah, it's gonna stuff. be um, okay. uh, Drew Aller. Right. He oh, listen. We'll get into this more <laughs> in the off season. This is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm gonna say. He is every white quarterback that comes into college football. Mm-hmm. He's tall. He's strong. So he's obviously gonna be the next Josh Allen. <laughs> Like that's like, do I think he's gonna be Josh Allen? Absolutely not. But he's being hyped that way. Right. And tell me if I'm wrong. I want your opinion on this. I think we talked about this before, but it was a while ago. Okay. Ryan Day, yes or no? In your opinion, is one of the best quarterback coaches in the country. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. I guess so. Ryan Day is one of the better like quarterback evaluators in the country. Yeah, he didn't want okay. him right. Yeah, I remember yes. you bringing this up. And I and I struggle with this because I hate to think that people don't make mistakes. But he is a quarterback from Ohio. Ryan Day has put three and a half quarterbacks in the NFL. He helped develop Joe Burrow. He put Dwayne Haskins in the NFL. He put Joe, Joe Burrow was there for two years. Under him. I was confused and, at first. I was like, and Ryan, Ryan Day, yeah. I was like, what's the yeah. half? Who's yeah? So. Half we'll give him half credit for Joe Burrow because he had Joe Burrow when he was at his youngest and helped develop him. Dwayne Haskins in the NFL, uh, Justin Fields in the NFL, and uh, C.J. Stroud at some point is going to the NFL. Four first round picks. They've all all of his quarterbacks have won the Big Ten of the award. His last two have been Heisman finalists. Like all of these things. So for me, and it's hard, that's why I ask you these things, because I sometimes I venture into being too much of a fan, and I try not to do that. If you have a guy who recruits the best quarterbacks in the country, has four first-rounders, and he and you are in his backyard, you are an hour and a half, two hours away, and he doesn't recruit you, 
is it more likely that the quarterback is not at that level or is it more likely that that coach made a mistake? The coach might have missed. Um, it's more likely the coach missed than the quarterback. How is it more likely because the coach to- missed? When you list the entire resume. Because other teams just definitely evaluate him at that talent. So I think he is But Penn State quarterbacks aren't at the same talent as Ohio State quarterbacks. I'm not saying they're not, but that's not saying they can't be. I think it's more of a miss than it is that he isn't that talented. Because what is he? What is he? What is this star? I don't know. Okay, well... He was he was he was a top one hundred recruit. I'll just say that I know that for a fact. Nigga, nigga, nigga please. That it, it's more of a coach probably missed than it is that he's not that good. Uh, see, you can't say that because do you want to go down the list of top one hundred recruits who have not like fared well? It's it, almost all of them. He, I, I think it's more of a, a miss than it is. I think. Okay, so why be, you, you haven't be, seen him play. So why would you think it's more of a miss than anything else? Because I think he has still earned. He, he's in in some way he has earned a top recruitment. I mean, you're still right. in a you're you're still a, a probably a starting quarterback in the Big Ten for a really good school. So I mean, you you There's can't be that bad. I think okay. you're still good. That's I think fine. he would still be. I think he's still good enough. I think he'd probably be good enough to play for Ohio State. Just at this time, he didn't get picked. It's okay. happened before. It's happened before where Ohio State has had quarterbacks. They went with someone else. That didn't mean the other dude wasn't that good. Ended up leaving and being good somewhere else. So, like, sometimes they get recruited and don't even get to play. So, I think you're misunderstanding. You are making good points. I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between isn't that good or isn't good at all and, like, first-round talent. Yeah, I think he could be. So, the the and the point that I'm making and why I disagree and we will see because he's going to be a starting quarterback for two years. Why I'm and I'm not even going to say because I don't have a full opinion. It's just my thought process on this. I don't see how any, not even just Ryan Day, any coach who has a quarterback that they view as that talented in their backyard wouldn't recruit him. Now I'm not talking about didn't land him because a recruit could like another school better. I'm talking about didn't offer him a scholarship. It happens a lot. Him. It happens a lot. Not with quarterbacks, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Hey, you gonna have yes, to provide an example. You yes, gonna have to provide an example. I'm not um, letting that rock. He, uh, uh, Carson Wentz was one of them, where he he was he was actually good, but didn't get recruited like that. Um, was he highly rated? Yeah, I believe so. Ah, you gonna have to prove that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point that I was getting at is he's an Ohio quarterback who has a grudge against Ohio State now. But I just find it interesting that he was literally two hours away and Ohio State went multiple states away to find another quarterback I, instead of I don't think he likes I don't think I don't think uh Ryan Day likes Ohio quarterbacks anyway. He's he's offered three quarterbacks in Ohio in the 2024 class. He just didn't like him. <laughs> but, but again, I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm saying that this is going to be an intriguing storyline to see if he was actually really good and Ohio State missed or if he's more of a Sean Clifford type and Ohio State was right. I'm just putting some like things out there to to pay attention to for the 23. I can't say right or wrong because we haven't seen him play. Right. I will say, though, I don't like him personally from what I've seen because I think he's 
he reminds me of J.J. McCarthy and a lot of these, like Will Levis and a lot of these other quarterbacks. Big, tall, white, very inaccurate. And it's like, you look good, but when it comes down to it, if you can't throw a five-yard slant, my boy, you can't play for me. (laughs) So I'm very excited for him. His name is Drew Aller. That's who's going to be throwing the ball. Um, We'll see. And, I mean, hey, you never know, because Quinn Ewers was supposedly the next best thing that happened, and he was mid this year. Uh, He wasn't bad, but he wasn't wasn't what he was supposed to be. Right. So, I mean, that's what we're saying. saying, He's a Heisman finalist. So, this is what I was talking about for all the new people that we get in debates that have nothing to do with the <laughs> There you go. Welcome. I'm just Welcome saying, to the I do, football Yeah, because I think, I do think, uh, it could, it, sometimes you just, you, you don't always hit right. Sometimes you'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm not recruiting that guy. And he ended up being great. Yeah. I just think it's, and I, that is always a chance with anybody. Yeah. I just think, one of the benefits of in-state recruiting is you don't have to get on a plane. So you could take, you could realistically send an analyst to that person's game every single game. You see those players the most, you get them in camps the most, you get to talk to their family the most, like you have, which is why everyone loves in-state recruiting. Mm -hmm. So for a guy who has put four first round picks into the league for him to not even recruit you, Again, I'm not saying he wanted you and you decided to go somewhere else. That happens. For him to not so, want I, you, I'll tell you this. it makes me question how good you are. I'll tell you this. I think you're overthinking it, but I do tell you this. I've seen Ryan Day make stupid decisions. So, But not with recruits. Uh, that, that, it, first time for everything. I do think you're overthinking it, but first time for everything. I don't think I'm – okay, why am I overthinking I think you're just overthinking I think you're giving too much into Ryan Day. I think you're just overthinking it. Um. I'm. I don't. Okay, you're yeah. entitled to that opinion. Yeah, I think it's. I'm probably. A, I think I you think might I'm be over, running your brain a little too much, too racky. I don't think I'm overthinking it because here's the thing, right? Like when you follow recruiting, which you kind of do mildly or whatever, you always want the person that's in state. At a bare minimum, you want the best player in I your state. I want a nigga from Florida. If yeah, but if he's if he's that good, right, you're not gonna take a scrub. But if the best players in your state are eligible to play at your level, you recruit them and you recruit them hard. You do that for offensive linemen, you do that defensive linemen, you do that for corners, you do that for any position, but especially for quarterback. If they're in your backyard and that's what you're doing, that's like Deion Sanders just taking away from Ohio State. That's like Deion Sanders having a five star cornerback, and he's just like, eh. But he like, has no, to. You re- you recruit but the, corners, it, yeah, like, but That's also, what but, you do. But, Why didn't you want this guy? It just makes you question it. Would that not make you question it? If like it's not going to happen because Colorado, no. it, you're telling me you wouldn't question why Dion didn't recruit a no. first No, I don't think I you're thinking enough. I, I wouldn't question it. I wouldn't I question think, it. I think I, I I think sometimes people give too much credit to coaches. Or recruit like because I'm I, the last person to give too much credit yeah, for a coach. I yeah, but I'm saying fire. <laughs> I no, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't question of the ability of a cornerback just because Deion Sanders decided not to recruit him. No, I would not. I would. I would not. And even I think, even that's, even, and I think so, that's even even uh, more disrespectful to the to the athlete himself because it's like oh just because this one coach decided not to recruit me. 
you got questions about me? That's, yes, that's, and that's, if Drew Aller takes it as disrespect, he can talk to me about it. I don't yeah, give a fuck. Was, uh, I'm like, okay, that's a little weird, but fine, I guess. Uh, you were, I'm yeah. like, oh, Ryan Day, the dude that decided to like uh, shit the bed against Michigan twice. I, okay, I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I do. Uh, I and I mean, like, weird. royally shit the bed, especially when the second time I, I watched you let your team, your uh, players give up. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. He's going <laughs> to Penn State though, so. I don't know how much uh don't give credit up. I would put how I'll much credit much. I would put and how much credit you, I would put in that up. coaching staff. They gave up against Ohio State and Michigan. That's how the games got out of hand. We're not talking about this right now. That is not the point of this show. Anyway, <laughs> Drew Allen has a quarterback and uh, has a wide receiver in Dante Cephas, one of the best, uh one of the fastest only got one more year left. receivers in the country. Yeah, I believe, for sure. right? Yeah. So, other news: uh, Jim Harbaugh is interviewing for the NFL. Shocking! He um, literally <laughs> said he wanted to stay there. He did say that out loud. Sure, <laughs> sure. And you believed him? I, okay. I, I, I gave it. Dude, I believe in about sixty-five percent. Yeah. I'll give you that, but I do believe you should have believed it fifteen percent. He does not want to stay. He wants to leave. He just has to be offered the job. Because if if anything, it still got it should be the Indianapolis Colts job. It should be. Or we'll or no, I really don't want him in Arizona, <clears throat> and I, I definitely don't want him in Denver. I mean, I'm a Colts fan, and I don't want him for the Colts. I just think it makes sense. But um, you're just a hater because you definitely I should mean, want him. <laughs> you Listen, definitely should. Want you know, him. you know how I feel, Donald. I know, but you are hater. You definitely should I, want I'm him. A, I'm a hater. Yeah. He's racist. He literally went out and said, I don't believe in abortion. If my players got someone pregnant, me and my wife would rather adopt the baby. That's no, he wouldn't. That's not racist. No, no, no. no, it's racist and this. The racist oh. was like, we ain't need to prove that. We oh. know that. Oh. And like he's anti-abortion. He's like a religious listen, nut. Listen, like, no. Listen, a I lot know. of a lot of coaches. Look, I'll tell you. This. I know. Look, here's the thing. I didn't like Big Ben being on my team, but I got because he was a rapist. But I got two Super Bowls. So okay. <laughs> that's fine that you can do that. I'm just saying. I don't want him on my team because I don't like him as a person or what he believes in. And I understand that all football coaches, the large majority, are shitty. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, like, oh, Ryan Day is the head coach of Ohio State. He's not a racist. He probably is, too. Could be. But the difference is I don't know it for a fact. (laughs) (laughs) I know it with Jim Harbaugh, and I I don't like him. It's, but he's a great coach. I make that argument all the time. I say he's one of the best coaches ever because he's one of the only people that's been successful in college and in the NFL. I know that we would win under him. I know we would. You have a good defense again, too. I just don't like him. Right. I, can't, I do not want to watch his interviews. I do not want to see him on the sidelines. I don't want to we- watch him wear the same fucking khakis every day of the year. Like he's, I don't like him. And that doesn't make – okay, the khakis part – Definitely hating the other stuff. That's real. That's real. Like the other stuff is real. I was definitely hating with the khakis comment, but the other stuff not hating. That's like I can't. I'm sorry. 
I don't want him. I don't. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. I would like to be able to like my coach. I'm telling you, the only place it would make sense if he was to go to the NFL is the Indianapolis Colts. I know. But my personal wants and what makes sense are not the same thing. Because mm-hmm. nobody in Indianapolis is calling me asking me what I want. No, very I'm just true. Saying. Very true. It makes the most sense. And Arizona. Arizona doesn't work, and uh, I mean Denver could work, but yeah. he'll probably get hired at Denver if they don't get Sean Payton. If we're they have to hire, well, because they got a good enough defense for where he could coach that team to be good. But it's just yeah. like, is Russell Wilson good enough? Because I don't think Russell Wilson's a good enough pocket passer, and he's gonna have to be. So yeah, but what'll happen? And it's funny. What'll happen is he'll just create a crazy run game and not let Russell throw. The, he'll treat Russell like Colin Kaepernick. Which is essentially what he is at this point in his career. Yeah. I think that might be a little bit disrespectful to Kyle. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's next? Um, I think we may have talked about this. We'll talk about this more, especially like once coaching staffs are full and things like that. Ryan Walters, uh, the Illinois defensive coordinator, got hired at Purdue. He is like one of the only black head coaching hires that happened. I think him and Dion. Um, he's young head coach. Dude, yeah, yep, he's a head coach at Purdue. Okay. Uh, young, young dude, uh, Illinois had one of the best defenses in the country the last two years in a row. Uh, he definitely made a name for himself, especially with their secondary. Yep. they're going to have multiple high picks in their secondary. Um, they had a. I can't remember if he was first team. I think he was. But Devin Will- Devin Witherspoon was an All-American. Uh, really, really good guy. So, you know, I hope Purdue doesn't, like, ruin him. Uh, that's, a hard, <laughs> that's a hard place to win. And But very happy that he got a job. I uh, think that's good for Purdue. I think that's good for the conference. And you love to see, you know, young coordinators work themselves up and get a head coaching job. Like, it's becoming harder and harder to get a head coaching job in the NFL and in college football, people are more going towards retreads as a, as like a safety comfort thing. Right. So it's nice to see him, you know, I'm tired of white coaching. people doing the gritty. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh sorry. I know that was I'm just sick of it. I really am. <laughs> um, any thoughts? Uh, good luck to him. I don't think it'll be that bad. I don't think he'll end up being ruined because of Purdue. Cause they, at least they have like a somewhat of a winning culture over the past few years. Yeah, so I think I think, I think that could hurt him if he doesn't win like they did. True. Uh, the the most interesting, the most interesting thing is going to be what they do with their offense for one, and for two, he's a defensive coach. He Purdue is. has never had a good defense. That's what I'm saying. Like he what might be able Purdue to turn that pops part. out with a good defense. That's what I'm That's saying. Like he, nuts. he'll be able to turn that around, and I and think per- he, he could give a competent offense. Yeah, it won't be till like year two or year three. But if Purdue ends up with we'll like start a seeing 10, it though a top ten defense, that's gonna be crazy. We'll start. Like we'll be, see it. We'll see it early because yeah, it sure. happened. It, it happened early with Illinois. Yeah, facts. So uh, definitely interested to see kind of like what that looks like. Yeah. This uh, this year is gonna be one of the hardest to predict in the Big Ten. We said that last year. Time. No, no, no. But there's a real reason for this one. True. Uh. New coach at Purdue, new coach at Nebraska, new coach at Wisconsin. All of these new transfers coming in. Wisconsin has picked up like three transfer quarterbacks, so you don't even know who's going to win. And then there's a potential for a new coach at Michigan. There's a potential for a new coach at Michigan. Penn State is lining up to have their best season in a long time. It all just depends on if the quarterback is actually good. Ohio State 
has has a new quarterback again, and Maybe. it's just unlikely that he's as good. Like they went from Justin Fields to CJ Stroud. It's unlikely that they can do that a third time. So there is a small chance that Ohio State's quarterback is not the best quarterback in the Big Ten. Maybe it could be JJ. It could be Penn State. I'm not saying. I'm just saying there's a small chance, and that no, because I'm saying what's the name? What's the, he might stay? So who knows? Yeah, maybe. So um, it's just crazy all over the place. Like, is Illinois still going to be good um, without Ryan Walters? Minnesota lost all their super. Seniors. Well, what's the name? Is still like, a defensive coach. Their head coach is a defensive coach. So I think, true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but still, uh, Minnesota lost all their super seniors. Yep. So, like, are they gonna like? Can they maintain that eight? That's that eight to ten win yeah. range. Are they gonna go down to three or four? Like, what's gonna happen? Like, it's just there's so many. Like last year, we thought it was gonna be hard, but there was a lot more consistency. This year, there's no consistency. Right. So, like, who? Like, Ohio State has a new offense. Ohio State may have a new offensive coordinator and a new quarterback. And again, the head coach is really the offensive coordinator, just like what you just said with Illinois. But still, that, that stuff kind of matters. So, Well, yeah, I don't know, because be- I, I, I kind of want to play calling taking out of Ryan Day's hands. Oh, but, me too. <laughs> but we, It's we not both, a kind of for me. <laughs> yeah, we both know that's not going to happen, but it really needs to happen. <laughs> so, at least I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. Out, it's fine. It's fine in, like throughout the game, but in clutch situations, I Take it, take it away from there. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen because on ESPN or one of the things, they said in the production meeting that Ryan Day mentioned to them that he was considering it. Now, <laughs> okay, am I stupid enough to believe it's going to happen? Because I was no. like, if you, if you, but if you him don't considering believe- it at least says something because he has shown. Give it to Joe Mixon, make- please. He has shown the ability. That's to not make. Joe Mixon in the back in the no. backfield, man. I, I'm trying to get it went to Joe. I'm trying to win uh, the parlay. Okay. Man, we don't care. I lost mine. We don't care about your parlay. That's not what hey, we're talking about. Uh, uh, just, this my second yeah, so, It's it's gonna be uh, very interesting. So moving yeah. on, uh, could just kind of touched on this. C.J. Stroud has not made a decision yet on if he's going to the NFL. Uh, he has until the day that you're listening to this podcast. I'm not sure what time. He could just be waiting for something, but this is weird because almost everyone else has announced, and he's a surefire top ten, five pick, but at 10 at minimum, but most likely five. And so now there's rumors that he's considering staying. There's rumors that if he gets the right NIL package and like all of this other kind of stuff, that there's a chance that he'll stay and this, that, and the third. Um, what's even who knows knowledge? what's going to happen? I don't understand the reason. I'll tell you the reason. But because you do this to me all the time, I need you to not disagree with what I'm telling you because I'm not saying he should do it. I'm just telling you why he might. All right. All right. Because that's how we always get into arguments. Yeah, I'm no. saying shit, and you think I believe it. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm not saying he should. This is just what might happen. So. Here's the case that I've come to terms with by reading, by listening, and just kind of knowing him because he's a weird guy. C.J. Stroud, and I don't say that in a bad way. C.J. Stroud is like a 40-year-old man in a 20-year-old body, and it's largely because of this. As quickly as possible, he essentially grew up in poverty. He wasn't in poverty. His dad went to jail for like 30 years when he was a teenager. Like, 
to the point to where like they were living over at his mom's work. Like his mom was working at a rental facility. They were living in like a small one bedroom apartment there. Mm-hmm. He was severely underrated as a quarterback. He literally had to go to like camps 10, 15 times before he even got offered to go to the big Elite 11 camp. He's watching quarterbacks like Bryce Young and DJ Uangalele and things like that get five stars, all that kind of stuff. So all of that is kind of provided like perspective is like perseverance, that kind of stuff. Okay. Then you add in that because of the poverty and things like that, He's the richest he's ever been in his entire life. Yeah, I mean, he could be richer, but yeah. Right. That's a good point. That's the better point. But if you don't think you're going to get injured and you've never seen $3 million before, you could, not should, but you could accept the $3 million because it's like, hey, I never even expected to ever make $3 million. I can wait a year for the 30 mil. Should he? That's not the point. It's just, I'm adding, I'm adding. So, hold on, I'm almost done. Because I know what you're going to say, and I agree with you. I'm almost done. Lastly, Ohio State legacy. Should he care about his Ohio State legacy? Absolutely the fuck not. (laughs) Okay, okay. Probably, and here's his legacy. He's one of the most talented, if not the most talented quarterback that Ohio State's ever had. Under his watch, he's 0-2 against Michigan, the first quarterback to lose to Michigan in almost 20 years. He hasn't won the Big Ten. He was a field goal away from being in the national championship. He's 1-2 and in making the playoffs. So his stats, Heisman, all of that kind of stuff, great. First-round pick, all of that. But his Ohio State legacy, eh, what'd you do <laughs> for us? Should he care? No. Nah. But – if you add in, he might care about his legacy. He could make the most money he's ever made in his entire life. He just bought a mom's house, so he's probably happy. He's a quarterback who doesn't run, so it's unlikely that he gets uh, injured. And and because everyone can get better, he may think that he can get better. He's still good enough, but he may think another year may make him a better quarterback. Those are the why. The answer should still be hell no. So I don't want to argue that point. I want to again. Here, here's my thing. He should go. That is the case of why. Okay. Like, if he stays, those are why I think he stays. But here's my thing, right? I'll give you Ohio State legacy. If he's worried about the fact that he didn't beat Michigan and all that, then fine. I'll give you that. Money, mathematically, what you said, just I, I, I don't even. It just doesn't make sense. Like okay. at all. So I'm gonna tell you why it makes sense. Like technically, okay. So you know this happens all the time. People say, like, I'm not gonna put names out there, but this happened to someone that we know. People say, like, I'm making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year, but my dream job is this. I have to do an internship, I have to go out on a limb and start a business, I have to do this kind of thing. So right. I'm gonna sacrifice <clears throat> money for a year or two to get to my end goal. Okay. So people, regular people do that who are not seeing millions. No, I, yeah, no, I'll give you that. I'll so give you that. If you look at but it I feel like logic, he's already made his his sacrifice. Well, he hasn't because he had to play the two years. He couldn't leave last year. He had to he, play this year. But that's what I'm saying. I, okay. I that's that's fair. no. Like, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Like, my thing is, is like the rich because even if because when you like yeah you can wait you can sacrifice some money and wait but like you're again you already said he was probably a top five that's yes. lottery that's the top money you can get like I'm, yes oh trust i know i looked at it he's in line to make between 34 and 41 total with 
a signing bonus of 22 to 27 if he's a top five pick. So that's what I'm saying. Like mathematically, there's it nothing. Even there's make nothing sense. that you can say. I will that I give don't disagree with. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Just I, saying. I, the, the Ohio State legacy, I give you. I but, give but, you. But but this is, but this is what I'm. But okay, put it this way, right? Think about it today, and think about it ten years ago. Mm-hmm. If you cared about your Ohio State legacy ten years ago, it's like okay, but I'm coming back, and I would make nothing. Why the right. hell would I come back? If you care about your legacy today, and it's like okay. I can come back, fix my legacy, and I can make $3 million. Yeah, no, I get that. It's I get that. never going to compare to the NFL. Yeah, but that $3 million, that. he's 21. My, my, that's, but the thing is, I, I don't know, in my eyes, and I guess it's just me, is that I, I wouldn't even think about money at all because once I start thinking about money, I, NFL beats that beats out any reason to stay in, the, uh, yeah. in college regardless. That's, that's true, that. but... I'm, I'm again. I don't disagree with you. I can just see the logic of like. I, I've that's why I was like, I'll give you a Ohio State legacy before. Yeah, I've never, I've never touched. That. Like that's true. I've never touched it. But you know, so what? if you go, like, I can I'm touch still that three have the, plus <laughs> another <laughs> twenty something. So like, <laughs> like you said, plus why, another twenty four. Like that's why I prefaced it that he's a weird guy, and I don't say that negatively. It's just like he has so much perspective and like life experience and like things yeah. like that that it's just like chasing the like he's not chasing the bag. Now, none of this matters if he stays. It's the wrong decision. Yeah, regardless, it's never but right to stay. You no, have, I, I don't know anyone. <laughs> the only person that has made sense to stay is what's his name uh, that played uh, defensive for Michigan last year. Yeah, like you asked why he might stay. That's why. I can't say nothing else. We're going to find out tomorrow. If, I, if I, I'll give you that. If he told me, he was like, you know what? I don't want to go out with that sour note of losing in Michigan. I, I don't want to be the only one. I'll give you and that. That's, and that's I'll probably the biggest that. reason. That's probably <laughs> the biggest reason. But here's the thing. It helps but don't when you're ever also going to make money. It I'm helps sorry. when you're also going to make three. Million. I give you that, but as soon as you're like, just, well, I mean, at just, least you're going to make three million. But like, no, no, but here's but the thing: that doesn't matter. That that does matter though, because three years ago you would have had to come back for free. Yeah, no, I give so you that. So it's like, so like, you, like it's yeah. not, it's it, it, it's no sorta. You wasn't getting no money. You wasn't getting no legal money. You ain't no, no. legal. So it's like it does still matter because it's something like it factors in. He gonna make the most money he's ever made in his entire life. He could make a lot more of that most money. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, do it now while you are a top like five pick. Yeah, I just maybe, feel like it makes it easier. Maybe having a back. bad year, losing to Michigan a third time, and now you might drop out of the top five. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, he's still gonna be the richest he's ever been. Yeah. Like I think people are always like, "Oh, I need these extra two or three million dollars," and me personally. I want that extra two or three million dollars. But yeah, there are I'm probably greedy. some people, there are probably some people who don't care if they pick three or pick 15 if they're in the first round. True. I would care personally. Yeah, but it's not about me. I'm not 6'3, 220 with a cannon on my arm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm also not light skinned. I don't got dreads. He light skinned. I don't know what that got to do. <laughs> I, was, I was describing how I'm not him. Yeah. Like damn, what a move! Ooh, is that Eli? He, 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 Eli Apple, yeah, Garbage. So anyway, <laughs> all right. So let's wrap this up. Last, last bit of news: uh, Brian Hartline is Ohio State's new offensive coordinator. Okay. Boo. <laughs> I was like, I've I've heard that name before. He's 
he's the wide receivers coach. Oh, he he played. Dante, so he's what just got doing, bro. Like, come on. Man, I don't care for coaches, bro. I don't. I don't okay. care to know their names. I and don't. As, I, and as quick as possible, he <laughs> played at Ohio State. He played in the NFL for the. Okay, Dolphins. I was about to say I know that name. Like, I do know that name. While he's been at Ohio State for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. He's recruited like eight five-star wide receivers. He's put a bunch in the league. He's oh, I, 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 Jackson, I, like, oh yeah, I, I'm sure so, his resume yeah. is amazing. It's just I don't know. I'm not going to ever know yeah. the coach's name because I don't care. I just like, feel like I know Jim Harbaugh's name because I just feel like that's one you should have known because people talk. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I know the anyway, name. I knew it. It, it. I knew it. I just didn't know it. You know. I'm not happy about it because <laughs> you wanted somebody else. It's not even so much that I wanted someone else. I feel like it's Ohio State, and at Ohio State, I think everybody on your staff, at least the majority of your staff, should be top five in their job in the country. Mm. And so when Dabo is hiring Garrett Riley, who is the offensive coordinator at TCU, who just took them to a national championship game, Mm -hmm. when he's hiring him, and you're hiring someone from your staff that's never done he it before. Been trying to get a head coaching job. It's hard. He should have for mm-hmm. one. But when Dabo's hiring him, it's hard to look at the guy who's never called plays before and say it's a good hire. It could be a good Fair hire. Fair enough. But it it, it's be. like, what it, did we do last year? We went out and got the number one defensive coordinator on the market. Everyone that was looking for a defensive coordinator wanted Jim Knowles. We did that. He improved our defense a lot. There were some mistakes made at the end, but he improved our defense our defense a lot. So why didn't we go get the Jim Knowles of this year who would have been Garrett Riley? That's all I'm saying. I like Brian Hartline. Was Garrett I did don't we know. was Garrett Riley leaving? Did we know that for sure? Every no, but you no like but like Jim he was, Knowles he wasn't was, leaving either. Oh he until was, he got he was, that contract. He was taking he was taking interviews. Yes. Okay, fair enough. And he went to freaking bumfuck South Carolina to work for Dabo Sweeney. You telling me he wouldn't have heard an offer South Carolina, from Carolina State? South Carolina is a beautiful state, okay? Not where Clemson is at in South Carolina. No, but you can get places. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. With the 80 hours a week that you're working, you can get places. In the summer. Ain't nobody thinking about... <laughs> anyway. So, it could work out. He could be good at his job. I don't know, but uh, and receivers still gonna be great. I know that Garrett <laughs> Riley's good at his job because I watched him do it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Until it was time to go against an SEC team, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, all right. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back after that. When we come back, we're gonna very briefly talk about the playoffs because this is already at an hour, and then we'll do some early superlatives for 2023. Uh, Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll be right back. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Langer Holdlands I-70 Football Show. As always, I am your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. We just spent 55 minutes talking about nothing. That is not true. We talked about about, about news. (laughs) We talked about news. We talked about about a lot of news. We haven't been here for two weeks, so we had a lot of... A lot of stuff to, to We didn't about. even talk about the fact that, you know, both big two teams kind of shat the bed and in the end. Well, uh, I'm not going to give you Ohio State shat the bed like when they were a kick away from winning. They just lost. Michigan, though, I'll give you that. 
And that's that has nothing to do with being a fan. I just don't. Think I don't know because you because I, I feel like at one point. I I, I say the I say it's at the bad because again you you say it all the time. Never let the game go in the hands of a kicker, especially in college. Especially in college. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> but they scored 41 points against supposedly the best defense in the country. Yeah. They were a kick away. Like, I'm just not going to say shat the bet. That, I just, that, I feel like that's. Okay, wet farting. Wet they farting. didn't do that either. It was a good oh. game. Yeah, you it was a good like, it was, Yeah, it was a good game. I said at that's the just, end. At the end. I do think it was hilarious that he missed the kick right when the ball dropped. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll get into that when we get into our previews and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, we we actually didn't get a chance to really like talk about the playoffs, but it's too late now because we're already yeah. an hour into this show. So, um, and honestly, we're not going to talk about the NFL because we're already an hour into the show. But um, just very quickly, uh, Giants upset the Vikings, which Kirk is really interesting. In, no, it's not. Kirk Cousins in prime time is Kirk Cousins in prime time. That's true. That is a part of it. <laughs> the other part of it, though, is like coaching really matters in the NFL because Daniel Jones is nowhere close to a top 10 quarterback. And but he's he playing from... phenomenal. <laughs> exactly. And he was not doing that until Brian Dable came there. And Brian Dable is the one that turned Josh said Allen that to... to Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Now... But they said that, though. They said that about Daniel Jones. They said Daniel Jones could be really, really good. They just have bad coaching in New York right now. Now, I just want people happens. to understand. Brian Dable helped create Josh Allen and Daniel Jones. Unless you're hiring Brian Dable, Penn State, Kentucky, all these other kind of play- places, your tall white quarterback with a scattershot arm not going to be Josh Allen. That's just not how it works. Please. You don't need to be Josh Allen. That's all no, about You don't NFL need to be Josh Allen, but everybody wants him to be Josh Allen, which is why they keep recruiting him and which is why they keep drafting him. It's why people are saying that Will Levis, despite the fact that he's never thrown for more than like 2,300 yards in a season, is going to potentially be the number one pick, especially. Who got the season, number one pick? Uh, well, it's the Bears, but they're going to trade. Oh, okay. So we don't know. It's a receiver you could pick at number one. There's an offensive lineman, and you could pick at number one. Yeah, but they're going to trade down because they're in a rebuild, and they're going to get two first, two seconds, and a third for it. Okay, and pick more players. That's fair because I was about to say there's definitely a tackle you could take at number one if you really. Yeah, it would probably be Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh, I just had to get that. Nobody from Georgia's O line is going into the draft. Gotta be. Uh, Somebody gotta be. Yeah, but Paris Johnson Jr. is higher rated. Currently, oh yeah, true, true. That doesn't mean throughout the draft process that changes, but at this yeah, point, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, the yeah. highest rated yeah. tackle. Um, so yeah, they're not gonna be Josh Allen. Will Levis is not gonna be Josh Allen. Get over it. But Brian Dable has Daniel Jones looking really, really good. And I am ready to say it. I think that he should be there. Like, he deserves another contract. I would maybe give Daniel him like Jones? a two- or yes. three-year contract. I'm definitely not giving him, like, that eight-year, $700 million oh, no, 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 contract no, 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 that no. everyone's getting. But, like, they have a quarterback. They're he's going had, into this draft, and they don't have had, to draft the quarterback. The entire time he's been there, I've seen it. I've seen yes. it in games. He's had potential. It's just he needed a competent coaching behind him. Now he does. And, and here's the thing. I think Justin Fields is more talented, but people have compared him and Daniel Jones a lot, and like Daniel Jones got unlocked when they let him start running more. 
Obviously, mm-hmm. Justin Fields is a better athlete. But you, if you watch the game today, Daniel Jones was piecing them up with the design QB runs. Yep. But he getting, the, the getting like twenty something just about almost yeah. each, each time. Like, and ooh. this is this is like year four for him. Yeah. So Justin Fields only just finished year two. The difference is in year four, he was also twenty of twenty seven while doing that. Yeah. So Justin Fields three hundred some yards almost. Yeah. So Justin Fields gets a coach that can develop him like that, and he can be that. He can be that even more. But Daniel Jones got four years to prove it. Justin Fields needs to get that four years. Yeah, they need to do that. They they need to get more time. Regardless, the Giants got a new coach, got some people. Saquon came back healthy for the first time in like he had a good game today too. He had a good game. He had a great season. Um yeah, they won. I'm I'm very like I won't say I'm happy because I'm not a Giants fan, but like I'm I'm very I'm happy because the, the joke is to continue about Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, that's who funny. I think that's actually hilarious. had a good uh, who actually had a pretty decent game today for real. But yeah, it's still you know primetime Cousins. Right. Uh, Bills almost lost to the Dolphins, and I just don't understand. I don't even want to talk about it. For as good as Josh Allen is supposed to be, for having Stephon Diggs and all this other kind of stuff, the Chiefs do this too. They just always almost lose the teams no that they shouldn't. No one's perfect. No one's yeah, perfect. But the Dolphins are on their third string quarterback. And he had a and he played well. And he shouldn't have, because he was a third string quarterback. I don't know. I think I you know, when you're not prepared for a guy, you're just not prepared for a guy. I guess. I guess. Whatever. Uh, 49ers destroyed the Seahawks. That was a great game until half. Nigga. The 49ers decided to show up. <laughs> like, the 49ers. Nigga. Like, Nigga. Um, Brock Purdy really might have just took over that starting job. They really might just keep him. <laughs> go ahead and trade Trey Lance, Pimp. Yep. Go ahead and trade Trey go Lance. Go ahead, because I don't think Trey Lance would have did this. Maybe. Maybe. But... Yeah, I don't think he would have because the thing with Trey like, – I know Jimmy thing, G wasn't doing this. No, the thing – like, Brock Purdy is just a better Jimmy G because he makes slightly better decisions and he can he's, run. Yeah, I was about to say he these, can run. Like, these, like, guys, right, like, because it's all about them. Like, the Kyle Shanahan's, the, like, those type of guys, they mm-hmm. don't need a star quarterback. They want someone that's – they want – the attention on them. They want to scheme guys open. They want to be able to do that. So all they need is a quarterback with a high intelligence and enough athleticism. Yep. They're literally just like, listen, don't do no shit. They don't want Peyton Manning. Everyone should, but they don't want Peyton Manning. They want a guy that's going to say, I'm going to scheme Christian McCaffrey open. Give him the ball. Don't look at nobody else. What I'm doing is going to get him open. Get him the ball. Yeah. Don't turn it over. Brock Purdy does that. I don't think Trey Lance had like he just he didn't. I don't know. He didn't play enough. He he yeah. He just he was just gonna he was just prone to making more mistakes. Um, he hasn't so played enough. Gonna, yeah, he still hasn't probably, played he didn't enough. play enough in college. He played yeah. one season in college. Yeah. Brock Purdy was a starter for four years in college. So like yeah, and he's been in big moments. That's the crazy yeah. part. Yeah. So so he's kind of more weathered and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, it was just crazy. Like Seattle was up, and then the Forty ers were like, "Hey, um, <laughs> yeah, bro." As soon as as soon as as soon as that third quarter started, he was like, "All right, it's crazy." Also, having Debo Samuel's and CMC on the same offense is disgusting. I I was surprised. I thought Debo was hurt. I thought he was done for the year uh, a few weeks ago, but I guess he's he's been back for a minute, and I just haven't I been guess. paying attention. I guess. Um, and and one of the funniest things ever. 
the Jags came back to beat the Chargers. The Chargers were up 27-0 to zero at one they, point. They have one of the worst run games in the league. And again, I've watched my Steelers. And I don't think the Steelers <laughs> have a good run game. They, they, it, was, it was pathetic how they just couldn't run the ball at all. And yeah. I also think it's bad of a it was bad defensive calling as well. It was bad defensive coaching, and the, and that's crazy because they had five turnovers. five turnovers. Yeah, but you had it all in the half. first half. You had a good first half of coaching, and then was a bad coach for a second a half. Yeah, you were but ultimately. And here's the thing that I'll say. The defense could have gotten a stop, and they should have gotten a stop. But how do you put up 27 points in one half and then only score three in the other? Because 30 points should be enough, for real. Yeah, it but your be. offense can't give up. But Yeah, but that's the thing. They couldn't run the ball. They have no run game. Because if, if they score, had a run game, you would have you would have ran the clock out. And yeah, but so, okay, so pass the ball. If you can score 30 and a half, you should score 45 at the end of the game. Yeah, but that's the thing. If I know you can't run the ball because I just know you can't run the ball, and now you have to pass the ball to try to run the clock out, that's easy to defend. Uh, it wasn't easy when they put up 27. That's different, though. It, it is different. Because when you're playing Listen. passive but have to pass the ball, it's bad. It's bad. It, it's it's prone for bad games. All you I have know, to be a passive team but pass the ball. All I know is I didn't think the Jags were going to win. But when I, didn't I, know who was when win, I looked up and saw that they had three interceptions but had only scored 20 points, I said, hmm, that doesn't seem good. I didn't like, know. He, like, I, I, honest, I honestly didn't. It was know like was midway. It was like midway through the second quarter, and they had only like they had only like they didn't get points off all those turns. Like you got yeah. three interceptions, and you only have twenty points. It's twenty to seven or whatever it was or whatever. It was like uh, I, I don't know. So anyway, no, because it was twenty-seven zero going into halftime. Yeah, yeah. It was just like that's. Huh. I feel like I should have had more with what they gave you, but also uh, they missed the field goal too. Yeah, just trash. Yeah. Booty cheeks. But, you know, shout out to uh, Trevor Lawrence, the only other actual good quarterback in that quarterback draft with Justin Fields. Uh, still don't, still not my – you know, I still don't like him. I'm not going to change my opinion on him. You still don't like him. But we both admitted that he was good. So. Yeah. I would have took him if the Steelers had a chance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, we're going to move on. The uh, Bengals-Ravens uh, game is on right now. And uh, Ravens moving down the field trying to trying to commit a upset right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh early, way, 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 way too early superlatives for next season. I'm not gonna call them predictions because I'm not holding either one of us accountable to this. But let's get to it. I'm actually gonna hold us accountable, so Oh my god! <laughs> I just lied. Uh, that's what we Oof. do. We're a lying podcast. We didn't lie in twenty. We only lie on odd years. Twenty twenty one, we were liars. Twenty twenty two, we weren't. It's twenty twenty three, we lied. It's time to lie again. Okay, <laughs> Bring, make make this podcast lie again. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so offensive player of the year for me, I think this is easy. It's most like like it could very easily go to a quarterback, but I just think it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, I see because it depends for me. If CJ returns, then it's CJ. It'll be CJ, yeah. Yeah, uh, and since he hasn't decided to leave, I'm going with CJ. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. 
if he are you gonna do you want to do a backup in case he leaves? Oh, yeah, it'd be Marvin Harrison Jr. If, if he, yeah, yeah, I okay. agree with you on that one. So, defensive player of the year is hard. So, I'm trying to think of some of the players coming back. Michigan, I think his name is Will McDonald, has a really good corner coming back. Um, Ohio State has Tommy Eichenberg and JT Tuomaleu, who are both good candidates. Uh, Michigan, sorry, I just said that. Penn State has. A linebacker. A corner. Oh, and oh. a linebacker. Yeah. They have a linebacker who is a rookie, and they have a safety, Jair Brown, I think, who's still there. Yeah. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think there's he a, did. There's a lot of uh, good options. I was thinking of uh, whoever played. I think it's corner or safety for Illinois could be a candidate. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot if of If he's options. coming back, I don't know how old he is. So right? uh, the one you're thinking of is not, but there's another good one that should be coming back. Okay. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tommy Eichenberg, and the reason why I'm gonna go with Tommy Eichenberg, the linebacker from Ohio State, uh-huh. I think he's gonna do the same exact thing that um, the linebacker from Iowa did last year, which is essentially oh, yeah, 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 have a really good year the year before. Everyone learns your name. You have yeah. a good year the year after, and they just give you all the awards. Yeah, I I forgot I forgot we talked about that and that's why he won that. So yeah, I I agree, I agree. If not, it, I cannot pronounce that guy's name, but the other one for Ohio State, I'm not. Uh, J T Tumalay. Yeah, I'm not gonna try okay. to butcher someone's name. I, that's rude. So wide receiver is easy. It's Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. Running yeah. back is interesting because I don't know who's coming. Penn back. State. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the people who I'm considering, and then you can pick from that. Okay, so. Penn State has Nick Singleton. Do you remember okay. him? The yes. freshman that went crazy. Yep. yep. Ohio State has Travion Henderson, who did not play well Travion. this year. I was Travion Henderson ain't old as hell. No, this is only his sophomore year. He was a freshman last year. You're right. You're which right. Which is why I'm still considering it. He was injured this year, and it was a foot injury. It's hard to be a good running back with a foot injury. Foot injury, yes. So if he comes back healthy, there's him. Mm-hmm. Braylon Allen for third year. Okay. Could be him. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mo is leaving. I don't oh, believe him. Um, Michigan, Blake Corum's coming back. Is he? And okay. Yes. That's another person that shouldn't come back. He should no. come back. He shouldn't no, come he back. Should not. Even, he shouldn't come back even less than CJ Stroud should come back. Oh, easily. He's already got injured, and running backs <laughs> don't got that many miles on him. Yeah, right. You, but... don't, you don't have a big shelf life. Go. Oh, my please. God. 90. That's an Ohio State boy right there. Sam Hubbard, I see you. 99 yards. Oh, they called it a touchdown. He just ran 100 yards for no reason. Oh, I would be sick. <laughs> He thought he caused a fumble and ran 100 yards for no reason. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm so stupid. They called it a Cincinnati touchdown. No one knows what's going on. They punched it out. No one knows what's going on. I don't think he got that. We need to see a better angle. That don't count. How would you do a dive from that far away? Because as soon as... He has two yards. (laughs) No, because as soon as... I know, but as soon as the ball breaks the plane... No, dude, that's a... But you can't dive from three yards out. He's not that tall. He tried to go over the pile from three yards out. That's stupid. You should just run a regular play call. That's You can still do a QB sneak. You just got to go under. Yeah, but like you're not jumping over all yeah. those people for three entire Damn. Years. Baltimore, uh, <laughs> you, you really had control of this game. Yeah, <laughs> that, 
that's nuts. That's just a really bad decision. Okay, so Blake I can't believe he's coming back. That's so, yeah, that's so dumb. dumb. It's very very so dumb. dumb. And they have and you had a leg games. injury. Literally, like what? Do you, and and last year was like his fourth year already. Go, like go like, to the yeah. league, bro. Go, anybody will pick you up. Arizona needs a running back. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that was very stupid. Um, okay. So many teams need running backs. Michigan State, eh, Illinois. Okay, so Chase Brown's leaving, but okay, they should smart. have the guy that we liked who was injured this year. I can't yeah. think. Do you remember his name? I, I liked him. Yeah, no, I can't remember. His I name. can't remember his name, but he was really good, and he was injured this year, so he's I'm coming back. Uh, he should be their number one. And as much as they run the ball, he should be in consideration for any running back awards. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stop there because I can't think that the, uh, there's another one that's going to get into that upper echelon. But that's like really I cannot believe. I, I, that my answer is going to be Blake, but I can't believe he's coming. Your back. answer is going to be Blake. So yeah. I'm, I think I'm going Nick Singleton. Okay. From Penn State. Blake, like it's you're right. It probably should be Blake, but like, not like. I probably shouldn't say it. I really probably I shouldn't say Blake because I. Yeah, you just knock. You just knock. Uh, yeah, I need yeah. y'all to audibly hear. I'm knocking on yeah. wood. Yeah. I would be surprised if he doesn't get injured. I'm not wishing it. I'm not wishing it. But not coming back it. at a running back never works. It is never, never smart. Never, never works because they literally tell every player to never come back. It makes no sense. To, so it. If anything, it makes the least sense yeah. for a running Cause, back. Because even like, so even like Chris Olave, right? Chris Olave mm-hmm. came back, and he didn't, didn't make any sense. It, right, right. But he didn't play like nope. we were used to because he mm-hmm. was scared about being injured. Which is yeah. why, like Jackson Smith, you should never came off and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it's like I'm not gonna say he sold. He definitely didn't do that. But yeah. he wasn't the the Chris Olave from a year before, which is why my he barely is... got to a thousand yards yeah. because he wasn't putting himself in certain positions because he didn't want to be injured. You can't do that. At, you can't protect yourself at running back. And that's why it's like if you if you're gonna be afraid that you're gonna get hurt because you're worried about your NFL career, you should have left him. <laughs> you should have just left. Exactly. You so you should have never came back. Oh, Blake, please change your mind. I, I hope you still have time. He has until tomorrow uh, oh my or today God, when you listen to the podcast. But please change your mind. I think he's coming back. Okay, so you're going with Blake. I'm going to go with Nick Singleton. Okay. So I did this. Instead of doing certain players, just because we haven't had time to do the research, yeah. um, we're just going to do groups for the next couple. Okay. Best offensive line. I'm going with Michigan again. Michigan has, uh, Michigan has a Penn State's a good one because their left tackle is coming back. Yeah, um, and he was going to be like so. CJ like so. Uh, Paris Johnson Jr. is going to be the number one offensive lineman taken most likely in this draft. Yeah. A lot of people thought he was better than Paris, so he was someone that they wanted to come out. But he right. was like, I'm like 19. <laughs> so like he's he's literally like 19. And you're a baby. Yeah, he was like, I think I'm gonna stay. <laughs> like my parents want me to stay. I'm gonna get an education. I'm literally nineteen. I can't even old. I can't even fully <laughs> celebrate getting drafted. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um 
So he's he's a good one. He's probably going to be the if he has a good year, he'll probably be the first tackle taken next year. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go Michigan though because one of their really good guards came back, and yep. then Michigan also got a couple people in the portal again. And Ooh, I just nice. think that Sharon Moore is a really good offensive line coach. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten a job. A job, else. yeah. I think he definitely well he could still get a job in the NFL, but if he doesn't. He's going to be a candidate for Michigan's job if Jim Harbaugh leaves. Leaves, yeah, okay. I think he'll definitely get some kind of job next year. Unless Jim Harbaugh leaves and go, hey, you want to come with me? <laughs> I personally, I would take him with me. <laughs> I would, but, but yeah. So, I would okay. so best defensive line, I'm going to go Ohio State. I was doing that uh, too. Because I was going to say Illinois next. Oh, that's a, that is that's an interesting one. Um, Ohio State, all of their best players are third-year sophomores. JT mm-hmm. Tumalau, Jack Sawyer, both five-star prospects. Mike Hall, who played well until he got injured, was a top-50 prospect. They have some young guys who are going to play. They're getting back Mitchell Melton. And I understand I don't know everyone's roster. Like, I know Ohio State, so I'm not a fan of them all. But, oh, like, it's just simply they're going to have two five-star players yeah. in their third year. That's when yeah. you're typically the best. Yes, yeah, and then it's time for me to go. Yeah. Yeah. So best overall defense was interesting. I think Iowa finished with the best overall defense again this year. So yeah, two I years think in so. a row. Yeah. Like, and you they're should trust a, them to do it again, but they are I'm, losing a lot of they're people. losing a lot of people. I was gonna go, I don't know if you can see me typing. See, that's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't know how like you made a good point. Like they're losing their defensive coordinator, but their head coach is a defensive, defensive guy. guy. Yep. Um, Always has been. So I, I I'm going I'm thinking Illinois if not Illinois probably Michigan no I think Ohio State I I this one's I want to say Michigan but I have no idea if Jim's gonna be there but since Jim's there it 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 be right now since we know Jim is there I I could I have no problem saying Michigan as well and Penn State well I, see yeah, I, see I was, I'm thinking them good, too. I, but the thing with Penn State, I just don't know how good their defensive line is going to be. Yeah. I know they have good corners, good safeties, and a really good linebacker. But the, if this they all starts with nobody. defensive line. Yeah. If they I'm going to go Ohio maybe... State because I picked them to have the best defensive line. Yeah. Okay. Illinois is a good one. Yeah. So, coach of the year. If Me and you look is... at this differently. You got it right. I got it wrong. Because I yeah. look at coach of the year for the wrong reason. Yeah. I guess. I, I I look at I know how they pick coach of the year. <laughs> so, used, I'm still gonna say uh I my safe pick if Jim's there is Jim, but I want to say uh um either Illinois coach or um Penn State. I can't think of their names. Uh, Illinois is Brett Bielema. Penn Brett. State is James Franklin. Yeah, I'm going with Brett. So I'm going Luke Fickle. Okay. I think that Wisconsin's going to win the West again if I was Probably. picking it today. And with how bad they were, I think they give it to him and he's a newcomer. That's fair. I don't think Wisconsin wins the West next year. I think Illinois does. Ah, uh, you're right. I, I think Illinois I does. You're right. When the season comes, I'm probably going to pick Illinois. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm still going to go Luke Fickle. That's fair. I, I can't understand why. I can see that. Even matter of fact, you might even be right. If they like compete for the West, he probably wins it. Yeah. 
So East Division. Well, Unless they do one, something stupid in 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 gym beats Ohio State again, it goes undefeated. Then I don't probably go to. to I don't think they're gonna give it to him again under that circumstance. Mm-hmm. But because now it's like it's expected. It yeah, I didn't think they were gonna give him to it this year. So, but yeah. I was wrong. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? East Division winners hard. We kind of already talked about this. If Jim Harbaugh is back, Michigan should be the leader, right? Yeah. Two years in a row, they dominated everyone. It should be them. Since we're doing this very, very early and Jim is still there, I'm basing it off of that stuff. I'm going to base it off of that. So I – and I'm going to eat this if he comes back. I am. But I just don't think Michigan can do it three Three years in a row. row? (laughs) So I'm choosing between Ohio State and Penn State. That's and I'm, I'm having a hard time because I don't believe in Penn State, but I'm no. hearing all of the noise about they have the running back. Supposedly you, they have a good quarterback. They have the pieces you've on heard defense. You've they heard got this before. They got Dante Cephas. Like all of these things are it coming is a good, in. It is and a I'm good. like, ooh, is Penn State finally going to do it? And, and, and I'm like, I don't I'm think struggling. Do. I'm going to pick Ohio State, but I want you all to know I'm not doing the Homer thing. Like I'm Now, now there is I, now – I haven't. I'm not mad at that. Now, if CJ leaves, I can see why it could be Penn State. I, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, if mm-hmm. like you can't predict Ohio State's gonna be there because yeah. you don't know how good the quarterback. That's is. all right. So this, I'll do it like this. How it looks right now, I'm going Michigan. If what we think happens, Penn, because I think Jim will leave and CJ will leave. Okay. So, so if, okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. So West, I already oh, told. Man. I've already said mine. I've already said mine. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's just like I was all in on Illinois, and I do yeah. agree with you. But like, I pay attention to like this stuff more than you because I don't have any. Like, you spend your life like playing video games and streaming and stuff like that. Yeah, I do. And have I almost that never stuff. play video games, so like, yeah. I listen to a bunch of podcasts. What Luke Fickle is doing on his staff right now, and then the transfer portal is crazy. Like, he already has like two quarterbacks coming in. I think he got the wide receiver, a USC wide receiver. He got a wide receiver from some somewhere else. They already have Braylon Allen. Yeah. Like the staff looks good, and it's like it's hard because it's like most people don't think, figure it out in year one, right? Like they should yeah. struggle a little bit. Yeah. But what if they had a good roster and the coach just sucked, and so it could be a quick turnaround. True, it could be. It's still, but my thing is, it's still. If you're doing transfer portals, you still have to work those people in and stuff like right. that. So I think a team who seems to be more established in what this is third year now for Brett, yep. and most of these people have been there now three years with him. You talked me into it. Yeah. I'm so that's why that's why I'm thinking that. Illinois. If not, you gonna hate me for this. If it's not Illinois, it's probably Iowa. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, they, you know, they they have Michigan's backup quarterback, Cade McNamara. They're going to be doing some big things there. He's de- it's definitely going to be a better offense. I don't know how much better, but it's going to be a better offense. I don't believe I, you if that head coach, if the if the coach is still wait, there. I'm not going to say it's going to be like spectacular. I don't think he's going to like it's going to jump off or anything, but it's definitely yeah. going to be better than the past two years. I guess. It's okay, so gotta be. He's gotta be because I don't even know who played quarterback for them, and I I know his face. I know his <laughs> face. I don't know his name though. Spencer Peters. <laughs> um. Okay, so playoff team or teams? I'm going out on a limb here. I know this doesn't happen. Often. I only think one. 
I, I know this doesn't happen often, and I know mm-hmm. it just happened this year, but I'm looking at the landscape. Georgia's going to have a new quarterback. Alabama, no, they they just do not like their quarterback. You can't convince me that they do. What? I don't, they love him. No, they don't. Yes, yes, they do. The backup? Oh. Um, yeah, Bryce Young is leaving. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know, I know. So, you'll never convince me of Clemson again. USC might make the playoffs, but they're not going to have a defense, and they already admitted they're not going to fire their defensive coordinator, even mm-hmm. though he gave up a bunch of points and kept them out of the playoffs and then gave up a bunch of points to lose the, their, their bowl game. So I'm looking at all these play, these people, right? And it's like, okay, Georgia's going to be there. The winner of the Big Ten is going to be there. I don't think TCU is getting back. I don't oh, God, believe in no. Clemson. I don't believe in USC. I don't believe in Oklahoma. I'm not as hyped. I think this is going to be a. I, else is going to be. I think Alabama, it's going to be a Texas. I think it's going to be an ACC team, two SEC teams, and then probably whoever comes out of the Big Ten. Okay, so for you to say two SEC, is that you saying you think Bama's going to bounce back? Yes, and that's fair. I will mm-hmm. give you that. I'm choosing the second big team team over Bama, largely because again. I know I can be influenced by things. I try to keep things out, but I do listen to a lot of things and I've watched them play and things like that. I don't think Bama likes their quarterback. And another reason I don't think they like their quarterback, they took two freshmen in this recruiting class. And you don't do that unless you need somebody to play. Yeah. I mean, so, and I still think we still bounce back. And you probably you might because yeah. Nick Saban's the GOAT. Like, it's hard to it's hard to pick against Bama. But I'm going to go OSU – and Penn State, which means I Michigan's think Penn State back. folds in the end. <laughs> I think I think Jim Harbaugh leaves, and Penn yeah. State goes eleven and one. Mm. Oh no, not running into kicker. Ah, that's 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 tough. Oh okay. no. So, coach most likely to get fired. Who, this is who's hard. Northwestern's coach again? <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I put this, I worded this like this for a reason because who should get fired and who's most likely are two different things. I promise you, if they win one game again, <laughs> he got to go. He, he should. I don't think he is. I think it's going to, I think the coach most likely to get fired is Tom Allen from Indiana. I was about to say him next, but I I, for, I can't think of his name. I'm I, who's Northwestern. Thank from, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with Pat. So, most likely coach to get an unearned raise. No one. <laughs> um, and I, you said I can say that. My answer is no one. Okay, so you're going <laughs> no one. I'm going Mike Loxley. Okay. Because Maryland's probably gonna win like seven or eight games again, and they're gonna be like, "We've been." I didn't to a even bowl think game. about them. It's like we've been to a bowl game for three years in a row. Let's Damn, give you're so right. You're years. so right. You're so right. You're so right. This, he is. He went eight games. He know he getting it. Like yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be the same bullshit. It's like. You're so right. I'm not changing my answer, but you're completely correct. <laughs> you're completely it's, correct. it's funny because I didn't have them in mind when I wrote the question. It literally just came to me now. I was like, who's it going to be? I'm like running through them. And I'm like, it's going to be Maryland. If they make a bowl game for a third straight year, they're going to build a statue for him. My thing is, is it is it unearned though? So I view it as, uh, that's a good question. 
I view it as unearned because I don't think you just need to give people raises and contract extensions for doing the job. Also, I think they should be better than what they have. Like, when you haven't been good at all, it's easy Mm -hmm. to accept just making it to a bowl game. But me and you watch the games. We see the quarterback. We see the players. But they've they've won their last two bowl games, right? They won last year and this year. Or it would be this year, and if they win it next year, I they won. I think they did win both of them, and okay. that's, that's so why I say if, like, if that's three bowl bowl wins in a row, I don't know how unearned that really is. That yeah, that's fair. It's a, I'm 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 looking at it with a tough criteria because I just don't. I think give he you needs a, a pay raise, which is and it's going to be a significant one, which is the thing. So, mm-hmm. but you are. I'm going to stick with them, but you are making good points. Um, the only other one I could think about is Kirk Ferentz because <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be fired. He he doesn't. Did they run into the kicker again, or did the kicker just fall? I don't know because the kicker ended ended up on his back. That's all I know. Okay. Oh so no, he's yeah, he, he's okay. definitely flopping. Uh, so you're finishing. You're you're gonna be. You're gonna say I'm no. Still gonna go with no one. I'm gonna go okay. with no one. So next question: Who is most likely to be? Uh, the Michigan State or Illinois of 2023. Uh, if you remember, Michigan State, 11 wins in 2021. Nobody knew where the hell that came from. Illinois had a great season and was literally like a couple BS calls and just kind of learning how to win away from winning the West. So who's going to be – essentially what the question is, who's going to be the surprise team that wins or almost wins their conference and has a big jump? I don't know. This one's hard. I was probably just going to say MSU. Yeah, I just... Uh, they might be the answer for this question. That would be the only team that would surprise me next to Maryland. Yeah, and it's hard to pick Nebraska or Wisconsin because they have new coaches. Yeah. Although, tech, I mean, technically... But if anything, I, I, I like Wisconsin better because yeah, if for this answer... Yeah, I'm going to pick Wisconsin because I almost picked Wisconsin to win the West. Yeah. So I'll say depending on how their their depending on how their thing goes, they could easily be that. Yeah. So, uh who will be the Wisconsin/Minnesota? Uh, this is just a convoluted way of saying who is going to be the disappointment. Oh, uh, the disappointment. Yeah. Cuz you know, Minnesota was a disappointment this year cuz we both thought they were going to win. I had Wisconsin going twelve and zero. You had oh, Minnesota true, true, going true, 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 Who's true. Who's going to be that team that's going to that Michigan. we're going to be high on? See, I was thinking that this is not Michigan. fun when we're on the same page. <laughs> now I want to pick. This, I, else. I'm not surprised by us being on the same page though. But that's yeah. I was thinking it's probably going to be Michigan. I was going to say Iowa because people I was are thinking probably too. hype Iowa. I was thinking them too because I know they're going to be hyping that defense, and now the fact that they got a new quarterback and stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna say Minnesota just because there's way too many changes. I think that's cheating. It's um, it's uh, yeah. I wouldn't say call them a disappointment. If anything, they could be a surprise. Yeah, more than because I expect them to take a step or two right. back. Okay, so I'm gonna say Michigan if Jim Harbaugh leave because yeah. especially if they pick Jerome Moore, they're gonna be like it doesn't matter that Harbaugh left. They still have the offensive coordinator. They still have JJ McCarthy. They still now, have if blah, Jim blah, doesn't blah, blah, leave. Blah. If Jim doesn't leave, the answer might be Penn State. The answer is almost always Penn State because James Franklin's just a non-serious coach. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, they did do. I'm gonna this go with year, Iowa. So. If Jim doesn't leave, I'm going with Iowa. Yeah, I mean, I I am too. So 
we'll just keep we'll just have for this one we'll just have the same one. It's yeah. fine. But I I I think it's gonna be Michigan. Um yeah. So Badly. Okay, so that's that's the end of our superlatives. I don't have any other ones. Um but overall, you know, I think this is gonna be a really interesting year. This is gonna be a really interesting off season. Hopefully it provides yeah. us with a lot of content. Um, and and a lot of uh, my answer is gonna look stupid tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see figure out if DJ staying or not and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we'll be back next week, of course. And by next week, we'll obviously know for sure about CJ Stroud. Right. But there's right. a chance that we could know about Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim might take his time. Uh, yeah. I think Jim might take a few weeks. They've also they've also changed a bunch of rules with NFL hiring, so I don't know right. how fast anyone oh, can yeah, get that's, hired. That's right, because they don't but, want you hiring these coaches and firing them after a year with all this yeah. money. Yeah. Yep, so uh, we'll see. But whatever we Hidden know first. next week, we may, <laughs> we may hear some more about the replacement for uh, Kevin Warren. So mm-hmm. there, there will definitely be some news as teams start getting back on campus. Uh, we'll also maybe want, give yeah. a little. We'll also probably give a little draft preview once we know all the players in the draft. Maybe, you know, we'll figure it out. Oh, true. Uh, but as always, I appreciate y'all for listening. If this was your first show, hopefully you enjoyed it and you stick with us. If you can listen to us during the offseason, you are going to love the season content. Uh, but as always, we are appreciative that everyone took some time to listen to us yell at each other. <laughs> you could have done anything else with your day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks, and we'll see y'all next week.